the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Shortly after Dr. Samuel Johnson, 1700s, put together the Dictionary of English Language, the delegation of London's respectable womanhood wanted to get together and congratulate him on not putting anything vulgar in it. He then thanked them for taking the time to look it up. The moral of the story is people are always looking for ways to be offended. This used to be referred to as political correctness. It is the scepter of all tyranny. Now it's called wokeness. My next guest is one of the rare, like a spotted owl, politician of character, very unusual, in the Senate. He is also the author of the new book, Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. It's out now. He is Senator Ted Cruz, one of my favorite senators. Senator, thank you for joining me. How are you? Sean, I'm doing terrific. Thanks for having me on today. Well, it's an important topic because we're losing this battle and we are walking willfully into servitude as the bastardization of language is being used to indict innocent people so that they're quiet and refuse to talk about Americanism. Isn't that true? Well, it, it, it is. And, and I would say the state of America, I've never seen it more dire than it is right now. Uh, what this book addresses is, is how the radical left has seized virtually every major institution in America. And, and so each chapter of the book addresses a different institution. It starts with universities, chapter one. I call universities the Wuhan lab of the woke virus. They're where it was invented. They're where it mutated. They're where it spread. From universities, the next chapter, it goes on to K-12 education, then to journalism, then to government, then to big business, then to big tech, then to entertainment, Hollywood, movies, TV, sports, music, then to science and the politicization of science. And finally, the last chapter is on China and how China is a nexus intertwined with all of them. And what the book does is two things. It, it Number one, explains how and why the radical left sees these institutions from within. And then two, even more importantly, it lays out a clear, practical battle plan to take these institutions back. Real steps we can take, because if we don't take these institutions back, Sean, I, 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 I think our country does not survive. Senator Cruz, you know, you have a, 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 the benefit of being raised by a former communist, somebody who understands the destruction of the quality of life. And this is something that America used to have as a commonality. Most of us are from people who fled government supremacy, as I refer to it. The ideology is irrelevant. It's all about a collectivist tyranny. Yeah. Why is it so many of the parents in America are willing to sit idly by 
as their children are taught to be good slaves. And you saw this with COVID, but more importantly, we've seen this over the last 20, 30 years. You and I are about the same age. I'm wondering, isn't this our generation's fault? Well, look, it is. And, 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 and too many of us have been asleep at the wheel and too many of us have been trusting in institutions because the institutions did not used to be fundamentally corrupt. And, and you know, you mentioned my family background, that that, that is a huge part of why I wrote this book. The, the very opening of the book, I tell my father's story. So my father was was born and raised in Cuba. And as a teenager, when he was 14, he fought in the Cuban Revolution alongside Fidel Castro. And, and he was imprisoned. He was tortured in Cuba. And he fled Cuba. He came to America seeking freedom. I tell the story of my aunt, my tia Sonia, who fought in the counter-revolution a couple of years later against Castro. And she was in prison. She was tortured by Castro's goons. Then I also tell the story of my grandmother, my abuela. She was a sixth-grade teacher in Cuba. And I remember my abuela telling me when I was a little boy that when Castro and the communists seized power, one of the very first things they did is they sent the military into the elementary schools, and the soldiers would go into kindergartens and first grade. And they would tell all the students there, they would tell all the little kids, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to God and ask for candy. And the kids would do so, and they'd open their eyes, and there'd be no candy. And then they would tell the little children, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to Fidel Castro for candy. And the kids would do so, and the soldiers would quietly slip a piece of candy on each child's desk. That is Marxism. It is evil, and the Marxists always, always, always start with the kids, and they rely on indoctrination. And so we've got to be aware of what they're doing, and we've got to fight back. And the trick is fear. It's fascinating. Uh, My best friend is like you, and he's a lawyer and the son of uh, uh, people who were refugees from communism in Cuba. And when I went to Cuba, what what struck me was the fear of everybody, from the guy who picked me up on the airport to the guy who ran the hotel. And they had that murdering scum, Che Guevara, on the building. And I said, look at this rat bastard. I wish he was still alive so I could throw him out of a window. Oh, no, he's a great man. The whole time wanting to tell me the truth. And that can only be implemented through control of the language. Now, it used to be called political correctness. Now it's called woke. My question to you is, why have capitalists and businessmen adopted this philosophy of the neutering of our First Amendment? Yeah, look, that, that, that is a question that I address directly in the, in the chapter on big business. And i, and I got to say, Sean, 10 years ago, if I would have suggested to you that the Fortune 100 would become the economic enforcement arm for the radical left, you would have thought that was ludicrous. That would have made no sense. And yet that's the reality we're in. And I walk through why, which is they're, they're responding to incentives. If you are an apolitical CEO, you don't care about politics, for, for much of the most recent few, past few years, it has been entirely rational to give in to the woke mob because the costs were relatively low, and the benefits were that they don't come after you with their pitchforks and torches and and burn you and your company alive. And so we saw company after company virtue signaling and giving in to the woke mob. And and the strategy that I lay out for fighting back against cultural Marxists is threefold. Step number one is transparency and sunlight. 
because the ideas of the radical left are wildly unpopular. But step number two, and this is particularly applicable to big business, is changing the cost-benefit analysis, increasing the costs of going woke. And, And I do a deep dive into what happened with Bud Light and what happened with Target, where both of them, their woke executives, tried to ram their political ideology down the throats of their customers, and the customers revolted, and both companies lost tens of billions of dollars in market cap. And, and, And that is powerful as a disincentive for the next CEO thinking of going woke. We need to consistently increase the, the cost side of the ledger to disincentivize company, companies giving in to, to the cultural Marxists. Now, I know you've, uh, you've made time for me, and I so appreciate that. Um, this idea that we can compromise with the wrong answer and that we keep turning to our abusers for help, this is the wrong idea. Should we be more selective in who we support um, in every race in this country, or should we be a party politician supporter and support the GOP? Look, I I think we should support strong conservatives. My philosophy is to support the the, the strongest conservative who can win. And so I'm interested in a proven conservative record. I'm interested in a path to victory. We need both. Uh, And and I will tell you, so I'm I'm getting the hook right now, but but I'll tell you this. As we're wrapping up, I just want to encourage your listeners the book Unwoke, it's available at every bookstore. It's available on Amazon.com, on Barnes & Noble, on Books A Million. Go buy a copy. It's fun. It's readable. It has stories. It's not abstract and academic. But, but also, Christmas season is coming right around the corner. This makes a great Christmas gift. Buy a copy for your mom. Buy a copy for your best friend. Buy a copy for your crazy liberal neighbor to try to knock some sense into him. Or even better, buy a copy for your kids and your grandkids so they can understand the garbage that, 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 that people are trying to indoctrinate them with. He is Senator Ted Cruz. Thank you for making time. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.